0: Hello and welcome again to Journeys in Grace. My name is Eric Hubbard. I want to thank you for joining us as we study the Word of God today and continue a series on Feasting on Jesus. Feasting on Jesus. You may reach out to us and connect by first writing us at uh, Post Office Box 4473, Marietta, Georgia 30061 or by emailing us at pastoreric523 at gmail.com. That's pastoreric523 at gmail.com. And there um, when we preach and give uh, these messages, usually we do them in series, and this is a series that I pray that you would not only listen to this message, but um, starting at the beginning and going and taking all of these messages, some of them are in sequence, uh, or uh, we may be in the same chapter and in sequence with verses, and other times I move around. But my whole point is to take, uh, the Scripture says, from here a little and there a little, line upon line, precept upon precept, so that we can uh, just uh, expound and spread out and just uh, take the seed of God and sow it into your hearts. And not only that, more important than me preaching it and me reading it to you or me um, uh, uh, giving you the words I'm inspired, I pray that you would take these same scriptures and chew them for yourselves, that you will get all the nourishment, all of the uh, uh, faith and, and encouragement and uh, enlightenment that God would have for you. So that in your day of adversity, in your day of trial, in your day of 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 uh times when you have to confront the enemy or confront uh, a situation comes and confronts you that there will be word in you so because we don't want to be building building the wall when the enemy comes but we want to have that wall of faith before him saying here and no further i am not going to allow you to march into my life and run over me because simply because i don't know the word jesus this word says, and of course, if, if the word is Christ, but the prophet said that my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Not because they lack uh, uh they lacked uh, money or that they lack strength or those things. He said because they fail or they perish or they lose the war, they lose, they lose the battle because of a lack of knowledge. And the book of Proverbs says, In all of your getting, get understanding. Get understanding. Eat on the word, meditate on it, because that the word is God. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the word, as it says in St. John 1 and 1. And that's what we must take. We must eat on. We must meditate on and focus on. If you want to be strong, if you want to grow in your faith and in your knowledge of God, it requires one simple element. Yes, it requires faith. We'll say by grace through faith. But if you're going to grow, it comes by hearing the word of God. Scripture says again, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So today, again, let's, let's go to back to the book of uh, the book of John, John 15, where we ended last week. And let's start there. St. John, the 15th chapter. And we're going to go around the 28th verse. Last week, we talked about the woman that uh, was, was her daughter was, was, was bound her daughter was grievously vexed in the earlier parts of the 15th chapter of uh, St. John. And now we're going to go on and we're going to see how this woman just eating and feasting on what Jesus said. I'm sorry. I said, John, this is Matthew, Matthew 15. Uh, this woman is eating on, she's feasting on what uh, the Lord had given her. And and that word he told her, <laughs> how that... Uh, 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 as she began to speak to him, and he said, "I'm not sent on to the lost uh, tribe of it, lost uh, sheep of Israel." And he said, "Why? why, why? I'm I'm uh, paraphrasing." He said, "Why would I we? Why would I give the children's bread to dogs?" She said, "Yes, Lord, the dogs eat from the master's table." And Jesus said, oh, woman, oh, woman, thou, uh, let me read this because I'm I i do not want I don't want to mess it up." Uh, she said to him, it's not meet to give the children's bread and cast it to dogs. This is John 15, 26. And then he says, oh, woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee as thou will. And what he was saying was that he recognized her faith, faith. He acknowledged her faith. He acknowledged her pull on him. He said, your faith is great. She had great faith because she was willing to take the crumbs. She knew there was life in the crumbs. Only thing we need. And I'm not saying, and, and this woman, again, as we talked last week, and as we move, get ready to move forward, she was not a part of the uh, household of faith. She was not, a, she was not an Israelite. So, uh, naturally, she had no right. But her faith ha- allowed her to jump the line and get her miracle that she needed for her daughter. And those, and as we step out of this and just continue to move on to the next verse, we see how Jesus is showing his disciples what it means to feast on him. She stepped and got past the line because only, she should have only been able to make this request as we are after his resurrection because the, 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 the will hadn't come into, into, um, into force. Only the New Testament and the, And the grace of God for the Gentiles came to pass after Jesus' resurrection. But she got her miracle before. So when we go down to the same chapter, Matthew 15, we're going to go down now to verse number uh, 29. Jesus leaves. And it says, and Jesus departed from thence, came nigh unto the sea of Galilee, Galilee, (laughs) and went up into a mountain and sat down there. And now the word has gotten out. Everybody's knowing this man. And see, that's what Jesus is. And that's who we are. Jesus was a giver. He was a provider. And not only was he the provider, he was a super provider. He he gave so much as God exemplifies so many times. And that we talked about last week how that when the children of Israel came out and they needed bread, God didn't just give them some bread. He gave them more than enough. When they complained that they didn't have water, he didn't just give them uh, uh, drops of water, the water gushed out and it fed uh, 3 million, 1 to 3 million people in the desert. God gave them more than enough. And that's what this series is about and what I desire to convey to you. That God not only wants to bless you. When he talks about us giving of our little, he said it will return unto, unto you heaped up, pressed down, running over. Just think about it. If God said, if you give, I am going to show you how much I'm willing to give on your behalf. And the most important gift he gave us, he gave us his son. He put himself on the line and said, I'll show you how much. One drop of Jesus' blood was enough for all of us. And he was drained. Gave his life. And he gave it in abundance. He gave everything. If he would do that for me when I wasn't saved, think about what he will do for you now. And if we look on it, and again, when I, when I say crumbs is enough, is enough in the last uh, teaching, I'm saying, for that was before the cross. After the cross, God will bless you in abundance. He will bless you as a child, as, a, as the father would bless a child. I, my granddaughter now is uh, uh, three to four, three three and a half, almost four years old now. And she came and said, Papa, I need a car. Well, I'm going to get one of those little toy cars. I mean, that's what I would give her. I would not give her a, a brand new uh, Ford or Mustang or uh, a Toyota or whatever the case may be. I'm not going to give her a new I'm not going to give her an automobile because she's not ready. But she is ready for a toy car. That I can give her. I'm going to meet her need and I'm going to meet her right where she is. But I'm going to give her the best toy car that I can afford. And see, this is what God will do for us. He will bless you abundantly and show you, I am the God of more than enough. Matthew 15, chapter 29, verse. And Jesus departed from thence, and came down to the sea of Galilee and went up into a mountain and sat down there. And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others. And what did they do? They cast them down at Jesus' feet and he healed them. Think about what he did. They said they came, they, they came, they, they when you're you talking about casting, when you cast the real, you throw it out. Or what Jesus was doing, he said, bring it on. I'll show you what God wants to do for you. And this is what he's asking for us to do with our faith bring your problem to me. Bring your hurt, your, your your brokenness, wherever you are, and lay it at my feet. Jesus said in John 10:10, 10, 10, I am come that you might have life and that more abundantly, not just enough, not just a drink of water, not just a sip of water. But he, he said, I am come to give it unto you abundantly. If someone gives you something in abundance, that's more than enough. It's more than you can handle. You can't carry it all. You you need some help. Remember when when, uh, uh, Peter had given Jesus the use of his boat? Jesus told him to cast out a little. And he spoke to the multitudes from the boat. And afterward, he turned around and said, Peter, now cast out. And throw your net out on the right side. And what the people said, Master, we've been fishing all night long. We hadn't caught a thing. And the thing about it was, it was daytime. Well, if you're a fisherman and you know, you know, in the in the daytime, especially in the heat of the day, rarely do you catch fish in the shallows. Especially when you catch the catching it with a net. Fish can see that net coming, they're gonna swim away. But what happened? He said, Nevertheless, at your word. Jesus told him to cast out the nets. But what he did, took that net, threw it out. Every fish in that lake knew, master's calling me. They filled up that net. The net was breaking when they was trying to pull it in. He not only filled his boat, he filled his partner's boat. See, without Jesus, uh, uh, Peter would catch... He always threw the net out, and and because he was his his, his uh, occasion, he would pull in the net, and whatever came in the net, he would pull in his boat and go sail, and that's how he made his living. But Jesus showed him what if you follow what I say, even when it goes against nature, even when it goes against what the uh, culture will say, even when it goes against your natural mind. The natural mind says, you know, it's it's no it's it's daytime, it's warm, hot out here. You know, we fish at night when the fish are are feeding. And so we throw our nets out and we pull them in. But in broad daylight, Jesus showed him what he could do. And here, this time, out in Matthew 15, 30, Jesus showed them. They brought the people. They kept bringing them and bringing them. And not only was it, not just people with a headache. He said they were lame. They couldn't walk. They were maimed. Maimed means you're missing a member. It could be your hand. It could be your arm, it could have been your a foot, it could have been you've been cut off at the knee, you could have been missing an eye. He said, All of these people they brought, and every one Jesus healed. And how did they do it? They took them and they just they they just started rolling them up, putting them down, carrying them, whether they carried them in, in, in in carts, whether they carried them in their arms, however they got there, they brought them. And every one of them, the Bible says, He healed. Because he wanted to show the abundance of God. Because he was a take from me. And that's what he said. Come unto me, all ye that labor. Let me show you who I am. And that's what God spoke to Moses. When he says, who shall I tell them? When they ask me. When the church asks me, who who sent me? When Pharaoh questioned me, who, who, who is this God you represent? He says, I am. Tell them I am that I am. And we see, again, Jesus demonstrating God. That's what he wants to He wants to demonstrate. He's looking at us. We are the God that they see now. We are the Jesus that they see. No, you and I, I nor I am God Almighty. But yet, we have God on the inside. Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Why? Because the Holy Spirit dwells on the inside of us. The living word, the life Of Christ is on the inside of you as being a believer that's why it's important for you to receive Christ so that you can give life you can give life in the in the prison you can give life as a doctor as a nurse as a lawyer as a police officer you know you can show mercy you can show mercy to prisoners and say look man you don't have to be here all of us have fallen short any of us can fall under uh, uh, the attack of Satan but there is a better way. As a better way to live your life. As a better way to carry yourself. You can have life beyond prison. You can have life in prison. You can be free in prison, behind prison bars. You can be free and show the life of Christ. Letting people know that you know what? No matter what you're going through, no matter where you find yourself, Jesus is here to bless you, to keep you, to show you. He said, I am come. John 10, 10, so that you might have life and life more abundantly. That's what Jesus came to do. That's what he is doing. He's showing his super abundant a supply to all of us. He is the God of supply. He is the God of peace. If your mind, if your mind is wracked with anxiety and you don't know what to do, when, when your peace is seeming to run away from you, The God of peace will come. He will come and comfort you. David said in Psalms 23. In the valley of the shadow of death. When death is hovering over you. When the threat of death. When the threat of layoff. When the threat of divorce. When the threat of separation. When the threat of disease is hanging over you. When you've gotten a bad report. He says I'm with you. I'm with you. Not, when you not, uh, not before and then, you know, some friends, they're with you. I used to hear a man on the radio, he was a sports commentator. He said, you know what? I'm, we, we're, I'm like a lot of fans. I'm with you as long as you win or tie. You losing, and I'm out. But that's not Jesus. He will be with you. And if, when it comes to time for death, for if Christ delayed his coming, all of us are going to face it one day. He's right there with you to comfort you. And you peaceably go to the next life. You say, oh, brother, I know some people had a wreck. They were killed. They had cancer. They, 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 they were uh, shot by a, 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 a crazed spouse. Or they were robbed and shot and murdered or raped and murdered. God was there. As being a believer, Jesus said, i never leave you nor forsake you. He said, why did that happen? We live in a fallen world. We live in a world where men are lovers of themselves. And when I say men, that's mankind. That's men, that's women, those who could gender confuse all of us. Many of us. There are times when all of us, we think of ourselves first. But in Christ, when we allow the love of God to be our compass, when we allow the grace of God to be our guide, We will walk in humility. We'll walk in love. And we'll walk in the spirit. Walking in the spirit is walking in the grace of God. Letting Christ be seen in us. Whether it's in a smile, a word of encouragement, a time to say, you know what? Can I pray for you? Is there anything I can pray about? Is there anything I can say to encourage, you know, to uh, to in this situation? uh, uh, Can I do something for you? Can I help you with that? That's God. That's, God. That's, what, that's what the Lord is telling us each and every day. Let me help you. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He's the, Jesus calls him the comforter. He comes to comfort you. If someone comes to com- comfort you. They don't barge in. They don't barge in taking over and, and, and destroying things. They come in. Say, how can I help you? Let me, if you would. I can show you a better way. I can show you the best way. Let's go on down. Matthew fifteen thirty-one. Now he's healed all of these people. He's 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 he's. It, they are amazed at what he just did, and God keeps on giving. First, he heals this woman, who was bound for all for so many years. She was bleeding. And I'm sorry. Wrong. 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 Uh, I want to go to that one, but I'm not going to go to that one. This woman, who did not deserve to have her daughter healed because she was not a part of the the body body of, uh, of Israel. She wasn't born an Israelite. Jesus healed her daughter. Then the multitude brought the lame, the sick, the blind, the lame, the maim, the dumb, all of these sicknesses, illnesses, diseases, and he healed them all. Now he's going to show them how he'll even feel their belly. And the Bible said in the 15th verse, in so much that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, maimed to be made whole, lame to walk, blind to see, and they glorified God. See, that was I believe the angels began to marvel. When they saw what Jesus was doing. And the people began to magnify God and praise him. Because they knew nobody can do these things. And this is the light I believe that God is is showing now. He's showing now people. In the midst of of, of shootings and murders and and rapes and, and, and arguments. And so much debate and hatred from all sides. The light. When sin doth abound, grace does more abound. When darkness comes in, I believe the Lord will lift up a standard. God will lift up a standard and says, here and no more. That's what I meant earlier by building that wall of faith. By saying, this is where faith lives. Grace lives here. Grace lives here. Grace lives here. The undeserved, unmerited favor of God abides in this life. It covers me, it covers my family, it covers my friend because grace lives here. Satan, you cannot enter. You will not rule here. Through the power of no, not so, will you encroach on these boundaries. Because Christ lives here. So we read on. In the, 23rd, uh, in the 1532, excuse me, it begins to talk now. They said, Jesus called his disciples and said unto him, I have compassion on the multitude. Why? Because they were out there three days. They saw all of the miracles. They listened with attentive ears. And see, this is when miracles happen. When the word is preached. When, when faith is built up by the word. The Bible says faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. So again, if you want your faith built, if you find yourself weak in, in, in your faith and, and you there's an area that you see that you need work on, find it in the Bible, do a search on peace, do a search on love, do a search on healing, and just consume and meditate those verses of, on what you are dealing with. Not on the problem, you know, uh, uh, I guess I'll, that time we need to go to the doctor and get, get, uh, uh, get the diagnosis. But there comes a time where you got to say, okay, I heard what the report is. But there's another report, and that report is of the Lord. So here, he tells them, he says, they have been here these three days, having nothing to eat. And I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint in the way. Verse 33, and his disciple says, when shall we have so much bread in the wilderness to fill so great a multitude? There are a multitude of people when they heard about the goodness of God. Again, the book of Acts says, uh, I'm sorry, book of Romans says, it's the goodness of God. Romans 3, that leadeth men unto repentance. When they saw what God was doing, it put, it, it touched their heart. It touched them. You see, you see that miracle? You see, Jim, you know, he, he was born without, he, he, he had, He didn't have fingers on his hands. Now he has hands. They're perfect. They 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 they, they're the both hands are the same length. The fingers work. You know, see Mary, she she had no she had no leg. Now she has legs, ankle, feet. She's running up and down like a little child. Did you see Paul? He he had he, he was born with one eye. But God gave him an eye. How did this happen? This Jesus of Nazareth. Surely he's a Messiah. Can't you just hear him talking about it? Because God used miracle signs and wonders to draw people to him. He blessed them. He healed them in abundance. He did it for it. He fed their souls. He, felt that he fed their spirit. He was feeding them. Now he's got to show them something else. And he goes on to say, and Jesus said in the verse, how many loaves have you? And it says seven and a few little fishes. And what did he do? He put them in order. Many times we are, we lack, we we don't see the miracle working power of God in our lives because we have so much disorder. God is asking us each and every day to put things in order. We should always come to God. I don't care. You're in the midst of, 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 of being attacked by the enemy. You know, people are. Writing bad things about you, texting bad things about you, whether well, whining and complaining and resorting, and find out who said this and who shot John and who 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 uh, who likes who likes Sue and whatever the case may be, go to your place of praise and worship, and give God glory for what He has already done. And He says He commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground. He told them, "Get yourselves in order." And they begin in the 37th verse says. And they, I'm going to read 36 again. And he said to them, take the seven loaves and fish. He gave thanks, broke it, gave to the disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And the power of God, the miracle work and power of God worked in the hands of the multitude, of the disciples. And they did all eat. See, he didn't say some of them ate. He didn't say the disciples and Jesus ate. He said they all ate and were filled and they took up 12 broken. They took up the broken meat that was left and seven baskets full. In other words, there was so much meat, so much bread. They, everybody got more than enough and they were filled. That's the superabundant blessings of God. God will give you more than enough. If you will only submit to His plan and will, and learn to feast on Jesus, and the thirty-eighth verse says, "And they did eat; they that did eat were four thousand men, besides women and children." And that and then in that day or there were anything like this day? Women used at times of two to three times the number of men in the church. And there are a hundred people. Most likely seventy five of seventy-five of them, 75 of them are, are, are women. I heard somebody say, I guess the men feel like that they're exempt to problems and issues. Now what that means is that they don't know our God. They don't know the loving, kind, faithful God, faithful Father who will love you in any condition. Only thing he said to do was. I hope you got something out of the message today. I pray that these teachings will are a blessing to you, and I' say again, if you've joined this uh, message and you listen at uh, this number in the series, I pray you will go back to the beginning and just feast on the things that God has given us to share and any of the of the messages you can find us out on uh, Spotify, Google, just Google um, Journeys in Grace and Eric Hubbard, and you'll come upon at at least 100, it's almost 200 messages out on uh, in Spotify that you can read. And we have different subjects out there that we cover. And I pray they are a blessing to those. And if they are a blessing to you, I pray that you would make someone else, let them know uh, uh, this resource that's available for them, that they would take part in it. It's free. Kind of hard to be free. And I pray again that there's a blessing to you. And I prayed for those who are listening today. I pray, Father, thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your word. Most of all, thank you for the abundant blessing of Jesus Christ that you have shared to us all. Lord, you are wonderful and kind and glorious. And we pray in this day that we live, for there's fear and heartache and brokenness, Lord. There's, there's all manner of things that war against our mind. Well, we, but we know that we have the prince of priests abiding on the inside of each and every one of us as being believers. And we pray for those who don't know you I pray, Lord God, that they will open their hearts and minds to receive the word of God. And that they, O oh Lord, will receive the Son of God as their Lord and their Savior. And you repeat this, prayer, Lord, i come unto you now, just as I am. I know and believe that you are the Son of God, that you lived a sinless life, and you died and were sacrificed for me. Your blood you shed for me. And today, O oh Lord, I pray. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Thank you, O Lord God, as you rose on the third day. And today I have a right to the kingdom of God because now I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you that you come inside of me. Thank you for your Holy Spirit and thank you for the power, O God, as you placed inside of me. And by faith I claim Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I pray again. That you would write to us at uh, Pastor Eric, Post Office Box 4473, Marietta, Georgia 30061, or at Eric 523 at gmail.com. I pray to the next broadcast. Be blessed until we meet again.